prostate sounds like? Oh yes, sweetheart. Hold on. Place of hell is the basically the place of cleaning of your soul. Uh, you're, it's like when you die, your your soul gets put in the washing machine, and it's getting clean, and it's getting clean, and it's getting clean, and it's getting clean, and it's getting clean. Watchman Radio. Watchman Radio. Representing East Coast Watchmen Radio. 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 Watch Radio representing the East Coast. I am in Florida. Land of disgusting pizza. Land of many alligators to eat during a famine. Land of having a fishing pole and not knowing how to use it. That's right. We are Watcher Radio. And uh, we're literally all on the East Coast because you got Wolfenstein. Brother Allen, you there? Yes. How are you? Hey, Brother Allen. How you doing? Long time. Praise no the Lord. See. Doing good. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. All right. You think you're too cool for school? Uh-oh. But I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. Oh, man. Already? Already? I, I do apologize. It came on. You aren't. Oh, man. What a way to... I'm sorry that happened to you, bro. It's, it's almost right. like you were defeated before the show started. Yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, man. Wolfenstein, are you even there, bro? Yeah, thanks for having you me. You are here? Bridge. All right. I didn't... Nobody yeah, good heard to be you. you sound very weak. Well, the signal's kind of low, but... I'm no, on. you're decaffeinated, bruh. Because we wait around here for ah. hours for Alan to get oh, out I've of class. Yeah. Well, he's getting out of his Brazilian church, sir. It used to be we wait for you. Now we wait for Alan. All right, so, Alan, are you going to repent or what? Repent of what? For trying Explain. to keep us running around here. Dude, we, we would do this show at, at 8 in the morning if it wasn't for Wolfenstein. He's got a point, right. Wolfenstein. He's got a point. Repent, Wolfenstein. Now look. All right. So what's going to happen here? Um, I want to talk about a couple topics, specifically the rise of the Marxist agenda. Um, and the linking of the occult with Marxism. There seems to be a, a binding of a, like a morphing going on from the re- research I've been doing of the Marxist agenda and Gnosticism, which ironically links in a host of perversions of the gospel. Now, where have we seen that before? And one of them being the, (laughs) this is like, you know, when we look at these beasts in scripture forming, we know it's a kingdom rising. 
that's going to have the power to bring man to a place of subjecting themselves to the mark, their mark, the mark of the the system of man, okay? And how are they going to do that? By blowing out the middle class, by subjecting neighborhoods and people to impoverished people bringing damnable gods and their religion with them, which they're doing now, and it's globally. They're using the, the power and the agenda of the, the goat humpers, the Muslim. They're, in fact, they're running around wildly, the jackass, as prophesied that Ishmael would be, a wild jackass. And gee, God was right. God was right again. You know, we should just call this show God Was Right because that's what's going on, man. Open your eyes to the scheme of Satan, the UFO agenda, the unleashing and the unmasking of the deception of that they are the gods, the demons, okay, which all links to narcissism, where of many gods, many ways, and all a piece of God in them, and the perversions of the gospel, which, gee, link the gospel of Judas. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? So they hail, the, and there's fragments here I'm looking at. Uh, let me bring that up on the screen. Uh, if you're on Rumble, you might be able to see this. Um, oh, there it is. The Gospel of Judas fragment, which is all a lie. This escalation of Judas which is linked to now Kabbalists have taken a hold of, which now people we knew that used to be believers, like the squirrel beard. He's grabbing onto all these perverted doctrines. Are there others? There's Marty's friend down in Brazil. Same twisted doctrines. So there is a spirit of delusion being poured out. And if you're not homed in at this hour, to the truth and the simplicity of the gospel, you could be sucked away in this stuff. Nothing new under the sun. The things that have been shall be again. You getting it? God was right again. When he said that, he's telling you right there, man. These deceptions of the gospel of Judas, where Judas happened to be the closest disciple to Jesus, right? Bullcrap. All right, so let's keep going on. And, this, and the, the, remember the linking of the Gnostic and the Marxist agenda. It is perfect for Generation Z, where they felt like they had one not in the bag for them, like somebody held out on them. They're being taught this in school. They were programmed by the satanic agenda of Gnosticism and Marxism in the school system. And now you have a whole generation of satanic beings running around. Now, in Timothy says the rise of godlessness. So you have Marxist agenda is atheism. And you might say, well, how is atheism working together with narcissism? Gee, they just are. Understand that kingdoms can morph and align with one another for their grand cause to damn your soul. The spirit of Antichrist is multiple facets that you can't really 
grab onto one of them at a time. It's a movable perversion of the gospel. Satan's agenda right now is moving and forming in that way. And we got to be hip to it so we can see how people are starting to link onto these doctrines. When you start seeing the perversions crept in, they have to be dealt with immediately. Gospel of Judas. There it is on the screen. Then you go, oh, gee, what else does the Gnostic agenda promote? The Gospel of Thomas. You see what I'm saying? Another perversion, supposedly written by Jesus' twin. Okay, and they got the fragments running around. This is crazy. The Gospel of Mary Magdalene. Okay, you see, what I'm, you see where I'm going with this? This is all perversion. All the perversion of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's manifesting wirely. And you might be like, what? Well, why? Why is it manifesting wirely? Because people aren't enduring the simplicity of the gospel. They are not enduring sound doctrine. And they're being swept away, whatever comes their way. And I got news for you. These fake Jews running around are grabbing at some of this right now. Marty knows a fake Jew down in Brazil. He's grabbed on to the hell is a washing machine doctrine. Right, uh, right, Wolfenstein? Yeah, he's not really into the messianic thing, but he's grabbed on that same doctrine, and he's got others too. You know, it's a morphing thing. You know, like the Rav, and the, you know, he's being robotized, like, you know, what we were discussing. But, you know, when you look at... Uh, uh, the the the, the Rab's, uh supposed doctrine, you know, he's got that Judas on high thing going. Now you're saying, you know, he's attacking the Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I mean, the word is very clear. There are three in heaven that bear witness. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. And these three are one God. It's like if you come against the Word, you are Antichrist. You are a minister of Satan. You are speaking for Satan, and you're bringing damnable doctrines that can damn men's souls. So when you get to the place, Rich, like, you know, I have a friend who's got there, and you do as well, and like we were discussing, and then people that get around these folks, like I'm watching these people, like literally tens of thousands buy his books, and then they get deluded into the same damnable doctrines. And they somehow, like... We were talking about people that get around the rob and they get robotized. And all of a sudden, it's like they're bewitched. Like, you know, there's this spell that comes over them. And all of a sudden, all sound doctrine, the Word of God, it goes out the window. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost go out the window. And what comes in? Crazy things like the doctrine of Judas. Judas, the what, Word what about, says What about Judas the Gospel the, of Thomas? This, new, this other crazy one. crazy, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming out with, it seems like a new gospel every other week. But, you know, the, this thing with Judas, the scripture says that Judas was the son of perdition. Perdition is another word for damnation. So it's like the word of God calls him the son of damnation. So how could you possibly come up with a gospel from the man who betrayed Christ and sold him, sold his master, for 30 pieces of silver, for a little bit of metal, sold the Prince of Glory 
Because they twist the word he repent there. The, they're twisting the word. When you look at it in the original Greek, it just says it means he felt bad. It wasn't godly uh, repentance. It just takes about five minutes of word study in the Greek to figure that out. But being that they're ignorant, they're not able to look into it. But this narcissism thing that's running rabid right now uh, also is morphing in Kabbalicism. Uh, and also with Marxism. Well, it's also satanic. Right. It's also satanic. But I mean, when you sell the Prince of Peace for 30 pieces of silver, and you deny your master who bought you, and you sell your Lord and your master and savior for a little pile of metal, you've got to be completely corrupted satanically. And this, you know, to anyone to think that Judas is like in heaven, has got to be like completely deranged. Guys. And, and, and when they come up with a gospel, we're in big trouble, folks. These fragments Stop. that they're finding with these fake gospels do not yeah. entertain this crap. Okay? No. This gospel of Thomas, the gospel of Mary Magdalene, and the gospel of Judas um, is all on high right now. People are grabbing at this garbage. Okay? This is a perversion of the gospel. Okay, the things that exactly. happen shall be again. They've been trying to pervert the simplicity of the gospel for a very long time. Alan, is the gospel simple? Yes or no, Alan? The gospel is very simple. We, amen. Uh, you know, the, the blood of Jesus pays for our sins, and we follow Jesus, and we worship Jesus, and uh, we walk with Jesus, and uh, we act like Jesus, and hallelujah. And he, he took our sins, and in exchange we get his righteousness we get his health we get his life we get his thinking we get the mind of christ it's simple and it's an exchange life hallelujah amen all right so alan says it's simple um alan do you want to wear a box on your head is that going to make it better <laughs> no i do not want to wear uh the tefillin box on my head like the orthodox jews do uh it says in, in the in the old testament that you bind them for a sign upon your hand upon your head but now we in this new testament new covenant we have the holy spirit and uh he is far better at bringing uh remembrance of god's law to our minds the the whole Old Testament is for signs and shadows and them binding the law in a little box on their head and on in a little box on their arm. That's a shadow and a, a, a type of the Holy Spirit being in our hearts. So, yeah, I'd rather have the real thing, the, the anti-type, the real thing, the Holy Spirit, than some box. Uh, have you managed to push that box upon some uh, Messianic uh, Christians, Richard? Well, that's the thing. They, they, they say that we're Torah breakers. Um, they accuse us of being Torah breakers. Uh, but they're not keeping the Torah. You know, hypocrisy is a big problem. You know, when you, you really want to go down as a hypocrite, you're saying you're keeping the Torah. Deuteronomy 6, 8 say you should bind this box on your head. You, If you're going to come to me and say you're a Torah keeper and a covenant keeper, you better have the box on your head. Um, how hard can that be, Marty? I mean, is it how, is it hard to put on, you think, this box? Uh, probably not, no. It's probably like putting Alan, on a belt, you know. Alan had shoes. the box on his head at one time. Let's ask him. How how hard is it to put that box on your head and be in, be in uh, alignment with the Torah, specifically Deuteron Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 8? Alan, how long does it take to put that box on? Because you had that box on at one time. <laughs> 
Yeah, I had that box on twice before and during my bar mitzvah. And uh, it takes about a minute. And one guy on YouTube, you sent me the video, or maybe he, he, he can put it on you in like 36 seconds. And that's even six times six, which is not two not so great numbers to put on those boxes in about 36 seconds. It doesn't take long at all. And didn't you price it out? It's like $9. Nine Nothing, bucks. Right? We'll send you a box. Okay. You want to be a Torah keeper? We'll help you. But you got to obey the Torah. You can't come and slam us. Which incidentally, you can't kindle a fire on the on the Shabbat. Okay, and I I learned this from the Jews over in the five towns in New York. They take it literally. They they actually do the Shabbat the way they read it in Scripture, and they shut down the power, the internet, uh, everything, and they put everything in a cooler uh, in their refrigerator. So I know how they keep uh, Shabbat over there. Now, if they're going to condemn you because you're a fake Jew and you're running around accusing us of not being Torah keepers, then how come the Jews in New York are condemning you? That you're not keeping the, the Torah correctly and you do not have the box on your head, man. You put it on. You don't run around and try to tell us that we're Torah breaker when you are breaking Deuteronomy 6, 8, period. We will get you the box. And it comes with the strap on the arm. Yeah, We're going to order cases of these. Thing. Yeah, there's a guy selling them. We're going to order cases of them. That's it. You want to be tour keeper? But we'll help you. Okay? But you cannot cause your servant to work on the Shabbat. Gee, when they have to hire an IT worker to keep your internet service going on that day, you're causing your servant to work because you're paying for that service. You're kicking a brick in to pay for that IT guy. Whether you want to believe it or not, you're kicking a brick up to your cell phone tower guy that he's got to be working on that day to keep your cell phone working. Did you know that? That's causing your servant to work. Your service. Get it? When you call Xfinity Cable over here, they say, how can we serve you? That's what they say when you call them. Well, guess what? Gee, I'm paying them so they understand that they're providing a service and they understand they're almost like a servant. They're here to serve because we're paying them. So how could you be causing them to have the IT or the guy to work on the cell phone tower on that day and you're, you think you're obeying the Shabbat? You're not. You're in violation. And you're condemning everybody for being a covenant breaker. This is the hypocrisy of the fake Jews. And now they're linking on to Gnosticism. They're grabbing onto that. Gee, I wonder why. Because the door you had opened to hypocrisy, let the enemy come in, and now is sowing in these weird, and we have the box on the screen on Rumble right now. You can see it. It's little. You can obey Deuteronomy 6.8. If you do not, you are a violator, period. And it's real easy, low-hanging fruit, of the Torah, if you ask me, we will help you obey that one by when we get the cases, what are they called, Alan, Tefrium? Tefillin is the name for them. Yeah. What? 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 Oh, tef, Tefillin. Teflon? Tefillin. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. We don't need to pronounce it right. Who no, cares? no, no. We'll get you the, the Teflon. I don't care. 
But you need to obey the Torah if you're going to accuse everyone else of not being a Torah keeper like you when you are failing miserably. I just gave you two examples. And you don't have curly Q on your ears, the men. You have to have the curly Q. Now, Wolfenstein wants to put together a fake Jew starter kit, which will have the curly cues that you clip on by your ears. That'll hang down about a foot. It'll have the TC straps that you hang out by your knees. Then you get the little chauffeur horn, and then you get the, the strap on the arm, and you get the box on the head. Then you can run around and accuse everybody. I don't care, bruh, because I'm tired of it. And now the fake Jews... G, are linking on to Gnosticism and Kabbalism. All these perverted, twisted, satanic doctrines people are latching on to. This is what I mean about the end times. The enemy knows his time is short. So, G, what is he going to do? He's going to speed up his attack program. It's common sense, man. When your time is short, you speed up your attack. Well, gee, the things that have been shall be again. So all these fake gospels are linking now to the fake Jews and linking now to the Marxists, which I want to talk about the Marxists that are running around wildly right now, which all, you know, I have on the screen this fake gospel of Thomas. You know, people are linking on to this now. They're linking on to all this garbage now, Marxism is a little bit different, but they are tolerating Gnosticism. There's a morphing going on. The sat- satanic kingdoms will morph. And I got news for you. Right now, in the hour we're living in, with the amount of violence and persecution going on, it doesn't take but one second to take a step back and for you to put your finger up to the wind and say, gee, how close are we to you know the uncovering of the seals and and some would say have already been unleashed and i got news for you prophetic signs have been subtle they don't always have to be in your face slam dunk and that's what everybody's waiting for there's some folks that you talk to now this must happen this way and there's nothing you can say to them. They're like, well, you look in Scripture, they missed it in who Jesus would be. Because when they read in Scripture, they thought Jesus would be like David in the sense that he's going to be a mighty warrior in the natural to free them to, from Roman captivity. I get it, but they did not read it and they did not understand it. It was going to be the unleashing from the captivity of satanic bondage, not the natural captivity of Rome. It didn't go down the way they saw it and read it in Scripture. If it can happen to them, it can happen to us. You have to look at it and say, gee, if it happened to them, it can happen to us. Are we missing prophetic fulfillments that are happening more subtly? Not to the extreme in the extent that we predicted the way we read them. And I would say yes, because when we see in Scripture, when they said, gee, Jesus, you cannot be Jesus because the way we read it, Elijah must return. Oh, gee, wow, wow, wow. Elijah, coming flying down. Boom. It's going to be this magnificent fulfillment of Elijah returning. And Jesus said, well, that kind of happened already. Right, uh, Alan? Did he say that? 
Marty, are you still that. with us? Marty's still with you. Yeah, I'm here. I asked yeah. Alan if Jesus said that. I guess he didn't hear us. Um, yeah. Marty, what did Jesus say about the fulfillment of Elijah returning? What did he say about it? He said that in the last days, Elijah shall come again, and he shall restore the sons to the fathers. I'm, I must be the only one that know, knows what's going on in my mind right now. In the Gospels, <laughs> uh-huh. they said to Jesus, is, does anybody listen to me but me? Um, okay. He, I'm sorry, they, Richard. I was I, I thought I could sneak a bite while you were uh, while you were pontificating, and you caught me with my mouth full. I'm really sorry. I'm all really right, sorry. so you literally don't know what the hell we're talking about, and he literally don't know what the hell we're talking about. What are we doing here, bro? I mean, sorry. listen, <laughs> listen. You nobody just, knows the account. Scripture. I got a, I got a couple of scriptures here. No, wait a minute. Nobody knows the account that when Jesus had us describe to them that. John the Baptist was in the spirit of Elijah? No, no. No, I remember that. Yeah. You do? He came in the spirit. Oh, yeah. He came in the okay. spirit of Elijah and, and they and they killed. They didn't recognize him. They killed him and uh did whatsoever they wanted to no, him. Amen. What, no, I remember that. Yeah. No, I'm trying to like make a point, bruh. That prophetic <laughs> fulfillments don't always fan out the way we think and read about them in the Bible. No. Yeah, they, they thought it would be Elijah coming in the flesh and saying, I'm Elijah, and he'd be glowing and floating. But he came as John the Baptist in the spirit of Elijah, and they didn't recognize him, and they uh, killed him and put his head on a platter for a dancing girl. Sad. Really sad. Amen. Oh, man. this is, uh, I actually got to whip this show into shape here, man. He's munching a grilled cheese. What are you doing, uh, Wolfenstein? Should I be eating pizza? I was looking up a scripture verse. Yeah, he's munching a grilled cheese sandwich right now. No, I'm not. I'm not munching the grilled cheese. No, I'm, I'm Alan is up. eating the grilled cheese. Alan, what are you eating? I was having some um, coconut oil powder. What? Oh, <laughs> what the, what, coconut what, oil powder. What the? Who the hell eats that? We 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 should have known that. You, you mix that into your milk. It's like cocoa milk. What is that? No, it's coconut. Coconut. You know what a coconut Dude, is? This is a disgusting, bro. Remember they used to have that chocolate, chocolate quick, Nestle's quick, and everybody drank chocolate milk? Well, Alan's breaking out a new one. Coconut milk. This guy is sneaking powder. in a bite of powder. I mean, this is unbelievable, bro. I, yeah, I got to send this show yeah, to Jonah. This takes the cake of the most craziest show I've ever done. All right. Try mixing it in with some milk, Alan. It might go down better than just chomping on powder. Yeah, what's next, Wolfenstein? I wonder it took him. His mom going to get this organic gamey soup ready? Listen. <laughs> Bro. Listen. Bro, I got a verse here. I'm ready to head out into the kitchen right now myself, bro. Because I'll cook a muffin. Some, uh, Listen. I'm trying to, like, make a point chili. here, man. All right. My point literally was, thanks to you two for confirming it, is that, like, we're waiting for these magnificent manifestations of fulfillment of Scripture that is so evident, so obvious, but they can particularly come in a more subtle way. Is that so hard to, like, literally say? No. Okay. 
Is it true, Alan? Is it true? It is true. Uh, they thought that Jesus also would be some conquering David type warrior. And yeah, he came as a suffering servant to die for their sins. And and uh, so they didn't recognize him. The leadership didn't recognize him, but the common people heard him gladly. Amen. Oh, it sounds like Alan got a boost from that coconut powder. That's, yeah, it gets converted to uh, brain fuel real fast. That's, oh, that's wow. Okay, does. so you, you're, you're actually shoveling down brain food as we're on here. Yeah. You're like, let me be you. Must be smarter. Eat powder. Eat powder. Is that what's going on? <laughs> that's vaguely what's going on, except I don't sound Must that bad. Must be smarter. Yeah. Eat powder. Eat powder. Oh, man. This is... Yeah, it's like the All brain right. version of having a keyboard that's loud. Amen. Thank you that you got more powerful by your powder. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and I, I did sense it, by the way. All right. Um, getting back to the Marxist agenda, okay? Because, guys, what's going on now is that there is a great divide. And you're seeing the unification. And, and like I touched on earlier of the morphing of a Kabbalah and the, the Gnostic views uh, and the morphing of Marxism. It's also morphing, you're not going to believe it, with Islam. And you might say that's impossible because Islamic teaching is against homosexuality and they'll throw you off the building. Not anymore, bro. We are in Wonderland where you just wake up and now there is a morphing between them. And you look at Obama, you look at his ring, it says Allah is God on his ring, right? He always wore that ring. Well, guess what? Barry is a receiver of the Michael hammer. Okay? And as I, I predicted always, huh? I see what you did there. You do? The well, Michael want to, but it's Yeah. Go ahead. The 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 perversion going on in that camp is also blending in with Islam. And now you see it. Well, Islam is now morphing with Marxism. It's morphing with homosexuality and the perverted LGBTQTYXKYXGPT community. It's all blending and morphing into one big spirit of Antichrist, guys. This is what's happening. Now, Marxists are atheists, right? You might say, how can they unify with the Gnostics? Well, they are. And you might say, well, the homosexual perversion doctrine, how could that morph with Islam? Well, they are. They seem to be blending together and working together for a cause. And it is the spirit of Antichrist. The spirit of Antichrist works together and is going to hate you if you're a lover of God. If you're a, a lover of righteousness, you are an enemy of the agenda that is forming right now. And that agenda is also designed to impoverish you. We did a show last week of how they will use current crises to expand their authority. They did it with the Patriot Act. Well, guess what? The Patriot Act is now an act against anyone that thinks like, hey, the Constitution is kind of good. Now, that act is against you. It was designed for monitoring terrorists, right? Well, guess what? The skirt's been lifted on that one, guys, and they're using it against Americans. 
guess what? They used the demonic dragon bioweapon to formulate new laws to steal the last election, to embed their power. And you don't think China likes everything that happened out of that election? You better believe it. And if you think they don't care, they think that they care that they've killed millions of people, they don't. Marxists don't care. That spirit of Marxism has now morphed with the dragon. China. China is the power behind the beast system forming. China is the one using mind control through TikTok right now to pervert the minds of children. Did you know that? That they have a version of TikTok in China that is uh, against the perversion of children's minds? They don't have that there because they deem the perversion of children's minds a problem. So they have an edited version there. Their version here is a mind control uh, doctrine that goes out to millions of children and perverts millions of their minds in a flash of a second. That's where we're at. We're in an MK Ultra society. And guess what? It's the dragon forming it. Now, this spirit of Marxism that's manifesting wildly that the teachers have embedded and programmed the children with, uh, guess what? It's no God. Godlessness. Psalms 14, a fool says there's no God. So we're dealing with fools. And when you have fools manifesting wildly around you, what do you think is going to happen, Alan? Is, is it going to be good? No, uh, fools tend to get into fights. They tend to lose all their money. They tend to destroy things. Uh, having a bunch of fools around you is a bad idea. And regarding the whole TikTok thing, in China, the algorithm shows people uh, videos of children achieving academically, showing kindness to each other, showing patriotism. But in America, the TikTok algorithm shows you know, degeneracy, people dancing ironically, playing pranks on each other, just garbage. So yeah, they delivered, they weaponized this TikTok against Americans and against our children. And Trump had, uh, you know, somehow curtailed it or forced its sale to Oracle. But, you know, or um, Joe Biden threw that out the door. You know, gee, I wonder why he's taking bribes from China. Amen. Marty, do you have anything to add to this? He sounded like he had powdered coconut. What do you got? Oh, powdered coconut. Well, I, I did want to share, you know, some of the roots of what we're seeing this whole thing coming through the whole perverse. I think the root of this whole thing is is the whole messianic Galatians error. And I just wanted to share these scripture verses. Uh, with, this opens the door to all this other demonic activity. When you come back under this. Uh, false gospel of the law. So I just want to quote Galatians, a couple of scriptures. Uh, Galatians 2, 16 through 21, it says, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. It says here, word of God, there, you cannot be justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Then in, later in Galatians, in chapter 5, verse 4, it gets even more 
strong language in the Word of God. It says in verse 4, Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. So what happens is they, they come under this law doctrine, and Christ becomes of no effect. They fall from grace. They lose their salvation. The door opens up to all this Gnosticism, all these other Gospels. You know, they start the denying the blood. All of a sudden, hell becomes a washing machine. The uh, Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit go out the window, and they grab a hold of all these Gnostic uh, ideologies. So that's what we're seeing. But what's the root? The root is when they left Christ. The root is when they stopped being justified by faith in Jesus Christ and the shed atoning blood at Calvary. Once you do that, you're pretty much gone. You're done. And you're an open door to every deception under the sun. And that's when they start grabbing Gnostic ideology. They start grabbing other Gospels. And their spirit man becomes open to Satan and his damnable heresies. So we're seeing literally the great falling away prophesied in the Word of God, that many shall depart from the faith in the last days. What we're seeing, it's accelerated by one underlying root cause, and that's when you walk away from the simplicity of faith in Jesus Christ and the true, simple gospel of Christ risen, Christ crucified, risen, and coming again. Once you, once you veer from that and that blood atonement, you're open to every satanic gospel, false gospel, every satanic lie, every Gnostic ideology, every lie from hell that Satan's spewing, your spirit man becomes open to it. But let's talk about that a little bit, Rich. It's like, what is the root that so many believers who we once saw had a strong walk with the Lord, were intimate with Christ, were anointed by the Spirit of God, and all of a sudden now we see that they're, it's like not only have they fallen away and are deceived, but there's no more anointing. There's no more grace. There's no more gifts of the Spirit flowing. It's like all of a sudden everything becomes dried up, and there's no more grace. And there it is in that scripture. says Paul said, you have fallen from grace. You who are justified by the law, Christ is of no effect. Now, people, do you want to be in a position where the sacrifice of Jesus Christ is of no effect to you? In other words, it can't redeem you. It can't save you. It can't give you eternal life or cleanse you from your sin. All you have to do is walk away from the simplicity of the gospel once delivered. If you don't put your faith and your trust in Christ at Calvary, and you put it back under the law, you will go to hell. You will fall from grace. You will be filled with every lie from hell that's floating around. You will be deceived. And the Word of God backs that up. But, Rich, what, how do we warn these people? I mean, I, I have so many. I have so many friends that are now like apostate. I mean, they are coming out with things that are so insane. They make, they make David Koresh look like a theologian. They're so nuts. It's like craziness that they're spewing. 
How do we warn these sheep to protect them from this delusion? Yeah, well, I think we're doing that now. Um, Pointing out the erroneous, twisted doctrines that are manifesting wildly and this great morphing that's going on uh, with Kabbalah, with Gnosticism, uh, with linking in the doctrines of Judas, linking in the Gospel of Thomas, uh, bringing in all this perverted text to create this other way, this other formula that is completely taking away from the atonement power of Calvary. And I got news for you. This Marxist agenda is an end-time event, guys. And it's happening right before your eyes. You might say, how? When we look at the beast in Revelation 13, noticed the feet are of the bear. It's mobile of the bear, but the heads of this beast, we see the lion, we see the horns, we see the leopards, which incidentally, many have said and understand that Germany is is portrayed here as Europe. So we have the European Union, we have uh, the lion for UK, England, the bear for the Marxist Russia agenda, which is now morphed to the dragon. Uh, but understand, one of the the beast's heads was wounded. And I believe we saw that wound happen when the wall came down. Um, and there was kind of a pushback on the Leninist Marxist agenda. But China was breathing, the dragon in the background was breathing in the background and grew tremendously since that time. China was impoverished, uh, but through policies of the satanic order of this nation and the United Nation, um, have enriched the dragon and also took this Marxist agenda to a new level. We're seeing the mobilization of this beast, the end time beast, guys, with the feet of Marxism. But also take note that this vision also is in line with Daniel's, but you don't see the eagle wings anymore. Notice the freedom. The eagle wings, some say, and I believe, were the rise of this nation and the man's heart given were the gospel. America was formed to bring the gospel worldwide and has done so. But we're seeing a snuffing out of that now more than ever. We're seeing the cake-baked church rise in such a way where it's lost a lot of its power. We don't see the great evangelistic outreach as we did before. And some would say, well, that's soon to come. Well, uh, what we're seeing now is the rise of this beast. This beast system forming. And if we know it, And we know it's got the feet of Marxism. When you look at Daniel 13, the feet of the bear, but one of its heads wounded and did heal, I believe that's Marxism. Alan, what year was the the wall taken down? Was that in uh, 1989? It was either 89 or 91, um, maybe 89. But the one thing I do think I know about the wall coming down in East Germany, uh, communist East Germany falling and merging with West Germany is that I remember reading in a book about uh, 
speaking to that mountain or confession that the Christians in East Germany would regularly say to their East German government that it had become uh, a freedom government. It had become a, a place of freedom that that communism was had fallen in Jesus name and there's freedom in Jesus name. They would regularly confess the opposite of what they saw. They would call those things that be not as though they were. And that's what part of what went into the fall of communism and the fall of that Berlin Wall. So, yeah, you know what? We're facing off against communism now and we've had victories in prayer. Um, against satanic libtards, and uh, we can get a whole lot more as we press in a whole lot more, and we are not helpless in this hour. We're all going to eat well in this hour. We're all going to prepare. We're all going to worship Jesus, and we're going to have plenty, and we're going to live through this, and we're going to let our light so shine. Amen. Yeah, Alan's an opt optimist. He thinks like we're going to confess really? <laughs> God's prophetic timetable until neutral, um, which is fine. Um, Wolfenstein... Um, what do you see here with this forming of this beast, with the feet of the bear? That's the, the Marxist agenda. It's being mobilized by the Marxist agenda, and it's appealing to Generation Z. You're seeing a great... And it's they're morphing in with the Muslim agenda. It's unbelievable. I mean, you have this mixing and blending where they're all giving each other the nod and the wink of anything they disagreed on, and they're unifying into this wicked formulated plan of antichrist they hate god they hate christians and they hate the family unit yeah. right yeah, it's antichrist it's an antichrist one world government that's forming and it's represented by that beast you know you got the feet of the bear and it moves and it's empowered by communist marxist russia which is you know symbolized by a bear it's which got the dragon the is of a lion. It says, in Revelation 13, understand it's the dragon that was empowering uh, this beast, which, you know, yeah. you know how Revelation is. That can also be China. China. China represents itself as a dragon, you know. Yeah, well, now they're in league. You know, you've got the bear in league with the dragon, and uh, they're working together. But, you know, when you look at you see the beast in two places. First, it's in Daniel, and then it's in Revelation, and, and, and it changes a little there. There's no you know, eagle like wings. Like you were mentioning it. Yeah, the eagle wings are plucked off. And now it talks about the eagle being, um, you know, part of Originally, the lion had eagle's wings, but the eagle's wings are removed, and it says and, and it was given the heart of a man. And that, of course, Uncle Sam, United States, was given that right. humanitarian heart, and it rose up out of what? Out of the lion, and it was represented by the eagle. It had the eagle's wings, and the eagle's wings are plucked off. And we see this all unfolding. These are the players: United States, UK, and it says what? The beast has the mouth of the lion. So who speaks? It's usually coming out of UK, the Prime Minister of England, they do a lot of speaking for the whole global agenda and it's, of course, UK is the head of that whole thing coming out of Which Europe. Which incidentally you is being overrun with by, by Muslims right now. Yeah. London is yeah, completely it's, it's, taken it's over. So what we see here is it, it is a Marxist antichrist theology that's rising worldwide and it's represented by this beast and 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 it looks like they all join together what to oppress the saints of god and then go. eventually to come against to come against israel 
right? So the forming of this beast, this one world government, is by direction of the enemy. God's allowing it. He's prophesied it. It's coming. It's in the word, right? We see it. It's forming. And it's a global government. And the purpose of it is to oppress the saints and, of course, to drive the great apostasy falling away with all of the Gnosticism, all of the Marxism, all of the insane doctrines that, you know, are literally right. joining to this Marxism. And what we see here is the, and, and, and what I want to do is point this out, brethren, the only protection that we have as believers. You know, if you look around and say, wow, what happened to my friend? Well, he, well, he used to be anointed by God. Look at him, now he's a nutbag. Well, the only protection that any of us have is the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ shed at Calvary. We have to keep our trust, our focus on Calvary. We have to stay before the cross. We have to stay in faith that the redeeming blood saves us and nothing else. We have to trust solely in that shed blood and the grace of God, not anything else for salvation. Once you get off away from that blood. So I want to say to you is that what can protect you from this coming beast? What can protect you from the strong delusion that's being poured out? What can protect you from the great falling away and those who are becoming apostate? So all of us have seen and known people who once were anointed of God and once on fire for Christ that are now apostate, preaching crazy doctrine, many of them just fallen away from the faith. What can protect you, beloved? One thing. Keep your focus and your gaze at Calvary. Stay at the foot of the cross. It's an anchor to your soul. Stay rooted there in the shed blood of Christ and the grace and mercy of God that comes through that sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And notice I'm not saying the shed blood of Yeshua. This whole ideology of getting back to Hebrew roots Jesus came to bring a new covenant, a better covenant, and to set us free from the bondage of the law. And the the Apostle Paul talked about it, that your fathers were under a bondage they could not keep, which was the law. And we just quoted the scriptures. If you're going to be justified by the law, the word says you have fallen from grace and that the shed blood of Christ is of no effect to you, the sacrifice of Christ. Where is your protection? Where is your trust? It has to be back to Calvary. We've got to get back to the simplicity. And I think, Rich, you hit it right on the head, the nail on the head. The simplicity of the gospel is what redeemed all of us. And it's the simplicity of the gospel of the shed atoning blood of Christ that keeps us. If we veer from that, we're prey to the enemy's devices. And your protection lies solely in the grace and mercy of God through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Do not, do not waver, do not wander far from that cross and that shed blood in Jesus' name. And I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost right now. That's what God wants us to do, is to get an anchor right at the foot of the cross and keep our eyes gazed on that shed blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins, because that is our redemption right there and nothing else. Amen. Good word. Uh, Praise God for that. Yeah, you know, these false doctrines are flying around. Uh, Alan hit on it. 
the simplicity of the gospel. And uh, Marty just homed it home there where we got to anchor ourselves to the simplicity of the gospel, guys. Because this beast that's moving right now, we just had the picture up on the screen. Um, this is the kingdom of Antichrist rising before you. You're watching it form. Many will fall victim to this. Many will be deceived to lean on the system of the beast for their provision. Okay? If you, and that's why, and we've done it many times, teaching on faith, standing on the word, proclaiming the word, believing the word at all costs, uh, every storm coming. Use the word as a weapon. And this is a storm coming. You use the word as a weapon to sustain. You find those words and you talk about sustaining and famines. You prophesy it over yourselves. God will bless your crop if you're going to grow uh, a potato. Now, incidentally, don't message me on... Uh, some people think I'm an expert on fishing in this. I don't know anything about fishing. When I told you I were was getting fishing poles and stuff, I just went and ordered a whole bunch of lures and, and stuff, and I'm hoping I get it right with one of them. But I don't know anything about it, but some people are asking me about how to catch the fish. I don't know, bruh. I don't know nothing about it. So I'm going to learn... But I have the equipment, you know, if I have to, I, 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 I can get a hold of somebody that could teach me last minute. Um, same thing with the crops. I got potato bags, potato bag, potato bags, storing them up and seeds and stuff like that. But I don't know how to grow anything. I tried to grow a potato crop already and it died. I watered it too much. So you got to be real careful on growing stuff. I'm not good at growing too much. I grow some cassava plants. They're growing now. But fish, I don't know nothing about. I, I caught a fish when I was like 10, like many years ago. So I got to figure it out again. Why am I doing that? Because I don't want to have to lean on any beast system. Okay? I but Listen, I remember David Wilkerson years ago preached about when he was over in Russia. And there was Christian communities over there. This is way back before the wall fell when the Marxist agenda was going wildly and an antichrist spirit snuffing out Christianity, which incidentally is its agenda again. And that's why I'm telling you that the head of one of the beasts, the bear, get it, was wounded and did heal. You're seeing a revival like never before of Marxism. You must see that. Does anybody see that? They're teaching it wildly in our schools here. Well, guess what? Back in the 50s, you, you'd, be, you'd be put on the, the gallows if you were teaching that back then. It's being allowed. They took prayer out of the school. They're raising up anti-Christ warriors. Mutated. I got news for you. 83,000 IRS agents. Guess who they're going to be probably hiring? Rainbow team. This is what's going on, folks. This is the hour you're living in. Wake up. So Wilkinson was over there years ago, and he witnessed small Christian communities 
And uh, back back then he was there. They were impoverished, by the way. Russia, uh, the Soviet Union, was impoverished. The people didn't have any food. They were, the government was giving out toasters. You know why? To everybody had stale bread. That's all they had. So they said, well, here's a toaster. You can make that stale bread better now because you could toast it. That's how bad it was. They gave you a toaster. It's like getting a, joining a bank over here. Well, you take the stale bread and you toast it and maybe you could eat it. Now, he said there were some people in small Christian communities that they had one chicken. One chicken. And that chicken would produce like all these eggs. Like God blessed that chicken. And they were able to eat a lot. So if you just take a small step of faith of being prepared, of being ready, and believing messages like this. Now, we joke around, we kid around a lot, but this is serious, guys. You don't want to fall victim to the beast system. You don't want to be put in a position where the prophesied food crisis that Maria had the dream that's com- that she saw coming. Notice I said she said, because I, you know, I didn't. She's got a date on it. A time frame, and she's had other dates that were accurate. So that's called a track record. When somebody has a track record, you got to be take them seriously. People that have no prophetic utterance that have ever come to pass, not so much. But the people that actually have had stuff come to pass and have had dates that came to pass, gee, I monitor stuff like that. To me, that's important. And Alan went over it with a. Um, uh, a hedge fund. You're not going to invest in a hedge fund that's fail, 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 fail. You could, Alan, right? You would go with the one that's successful. Why, Alan? Why would that's you right. do that? Because I want my money invested to bear fruit. A tree is known by its fruit, the Lord Jesus said. And uh, for example, I want to get into buying stocks and options. So you recommended to me those uh, those guys that really, really know what they're doing, and I pay a monthly fee, and I get to sit and listen to them, and, and as they successfully invest in stocks 87% of the time, is that right, Richard? I'd love to learn from them and watch them and do what they do, because they have a track record, and they're wildly rich. One of them lives in Manhattan, one of them dr- and drives a Ferrari. Yeah, I think that guy is a financial success, and if I'm going to pay anyone a monthly fee to trade what they trade, it's those guys because they have a track record and it's the same thing in the prophetic. I want to listen to people who have a track record. Amen. That's an analogy. We're not going to go with a loser. There are prophetic losers. I can name a bunch of them right now, guys. But people love them, by the way. Some people are, I guess, entertained by prophetic losers. And that's fine. Every Like, I think, uh, you know, this is America. You want to have a prophetic loser as your team leader? Yay. Good luck. <laughs> like that oil gusher prophet, that maniac, that a 14-page prophetic word, thus say it the Holy Ghost. Well, guess what? I said the oil gusher would be shut down in the Gulf, and I was accurate, and he was wrong. All these prophetic boneheads. You listen to prophetic boneheads. Let me tell you something right now. They're going to use, and they want it to happen. They're going to use 
the food crisis, the food shortage crisis to move everybody to line into the beast system? Do you want to be corralled to the mark of the beast? Anyone here? Do you? Do you? I don't. Marty, do you want to be corralled to the beast system? No, definitely not. We need to be prepared and following God's uh, direction. And we have uh, precedence in the word. You know, we have uh, Joseph who prepared for seven years. And we've got Noah who built the ark and filled it with food and got ready for the storm that was coming. And Storm's scriptures coming. say that the, um, the wise man sees the evil day approaching. I know we looked that up a, a few weeks ago and, and Alan read it. And it's, now it's, now it just says the wise man sees the evil approaching, but, um, I always rem- remember it as the evil day approaching. Um, but even if it's just the evil approaching, you know, when you see this is coming, and if you do nothing, you're going to be punished. You're going to suffer the consequences. But if you're wise and you see the, the evil day approaching and you prepare, then you're going to be under God's hand of protection. So, yeah, we have to make steps it's not wise when you see these things coming to do nothing. But you know, you know what the root of that is, Rich? Ignorance. It's that, well, not only that, but the whole church system has been um, pretty much immersed in this doctrine known as the pre-tribulation rapture, where they, they, they say that the whole church will be caught away before any of the tribulation begins. So the mindset of, of 90 per, maybe 95% of most believers is that they will not be here for any tribulation, so therefore they do not need to prepare at all for the coming trouble. Uh, but let's look at that scripture. It's, it's, well, where is that? Where's that scripture? Uh, I think it's in Second Thessalonians. It says that ye be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there first come a great falling away. Now we see the falling away. And then the next part is, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Okay, so the man of sin, the Antichrist, must be revealed before the coming of Christ. So when is he revealed? He's revealed in the final 42 months. So we know that the church is going to at least the middle of the tribulation by, by, by this verse. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, the coming of Christ, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the Antichrist, the son of perdition. Okay, so when is he revealed? Well, he's revealed somewhere at the, in, in that 42-month period, so we know the church is going to go through a great time of martyrdom, a great time of the mark of the beast. There's going to be this you, you gotta keep um, your eye agenda Obama, like you're bro. talking you, you got to keep your eye on Obama. Barack Obama. Well, you know, Let me explain something to you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, did not regard the woman. That guy is a receiver of Michael's man pole. Okay, there's a lot of subtle fulfill, fulfill, fulfillments happening, guys, that people are missing. Okay, Barack Obama, as fall as lightning. That's what his name means from on high. Well, guess what? You see his party during COVID when he was dancing around? He had lightning bolts shooting out of him. 
Okay, I don't know how they even did that. But people got to understand the hour we're in right now. Okay, there are fulfillments happening in a much subtle way. Now, I'm a mid-tribber. Okay, that's what I believe. I, I just saw some Daniel Sanders. I was talking to him. He said, yeah, God, Kenneth Hagan was a mid-trib too. I didn't know that. That's something new to me. Well, it, it has to be based on that scripture. It has to be at least mid because the, we know the Antichrist is not revealed to the, it's somewhere in the 42 months, the final 42 months. So it has to be the Antichrist must be revealed first according to this scripture before the coming of the Lord. Right? So this is we have to get people educated because 90% of believers believe in this pre-trib. So they don't there, prepare. No, there is no pre-trib. They, they, no. Okay. No, the pre-trib is a total lie. Let me explain something to you guys. Sure. This beast system will suck you into damnation. And it's using multiple facets of delusions. Okay? It's going to use the next crisis. It's using crisis after crisis. COVID was just the beginning. They're going to use the food shortage to corral people into... You aren't going to be able to buy or sell. You're vittles. What are you going to do? Guys. And, and, and Rich, the reason they don't address that is because secretly they all have bought the lie of the pre-trib. So the pastors, the so-called pastors that are in the pulpits of the church, most of the ministers of Satan now, preaching damnable doctrines and heretical lies that will damn your soul. Okay, and, and many of them homosexuals and lesbian, by the way. Uh, I mean, you talk about an apostate church. A, a church that puts a lesbian minister in the pulpit to, to supposedly lead you spiritually... That he is said the word. We can oh, say oh, that because we're on Rumble, brah, and we don't care. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, so so, so the church that puts the lesbian vax, vax, vax. preacher into vax. the pulpit to lead you to hell, that church is apostate. Okay, but listen, these men in the pulpits, 99% of them have lied to you and told you that you will be raptured and taken away before any tribulation, pre-trib rapture. But the Word of God I just read says that don't let any man deceive you as to the coming, the day of the coming of our Lord, that first there must be a great falling away. We're see, we see that. And the son of perdition, the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, Obama. must be revealed. He must yeah. be revealed, though. He must be. He must oh, be he's, acknowledged he's as the antichrist for those that have eyes yeah. to see. That's the problem. But I'm saying, yeah. but but it, but it actually there is a re- revealing where he sets himself up in the temple and declares himself to be God and stops the daily sacrifice. Okay, that, that doesn't have to particularly happen the way it's verbatim in Scripture. By the way, understand our body is temples of God now, but. Yeah, there are going to be prophetic fulfillments that aren't going to happen the way you see them. And boo-hoo, I'm sorry. It's just the way they didn't see Jesus as being the real Messiah because the way they read it, he had to be like David, a great warrior, and chopping down the Romans. Well, guess what? It didn't happen that way. Just like Elijah didn't return the way they predicted he would in Scripture, and it was John out eating bugs wearing camel skins. Gee, it just didn't happen to the level. Well, guess what? There are things that are going to prophetically fulfill that you're going to miss because they're in a much more subtle nature. And I'm sorry. 
that that's going to happen to you. But you have to understand the way Scripture fulfills is not to the magnitude that you want it to be sometimes. Sometimes. Now, this Marxist fulfillment that's going on now is so obvious, I don't know what to say to you. The feet of the bear, it's mobilizing by the Marxist agenda. That means the alien deception of the many gods is linked to Gnosticism because they believe in the many gods, and that's linking to Islam, which hates homosexuality but no longer does because they're linking to the Gen Zers that are anti-Jew and anti-Christ now, and they are forming and linking into society that will willingly bow to the formation of this beast. They are going to be the uprise against Christianity and the people that love God. I got news for you. They are going to stamp themselves out to the beast system. These people, we got to sleep on open with one eye. One eye. We're in a time of great upheaval, guys. And this food crisis coming, they're going to get control of many more people. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to prepare? You can go get some bags of rice at Sam's Club and Costco and start storing them up. You can get like Alan does, uh, 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 Staff infection chili. What's it called? Stags. That's worse. Stags Silverado beef chili, which. uh, Yeah, Alan's storing up on that. And I looked into it. Those cans last anywhere from five to seven years. You're going to be right in line with having to eat that. Now, I tried to get it at Sam's Club. They have none there, but they seem to sell it online. I'm trying to store up some of that. And you might say, well, you're looking to save your life, you'll lose it. Now. It's like Wolfenstein said, you see that evil day approach, you prepare. It's just like when you have somebody in your neighborhood robbing everybody's house. And you're like, gee, uh, Mike's house got robbed. Gene's house got robbed. Dorothy's house got robbed. Gee, maybe we should lock our door. Are you going to be accused of saving your life by locking your door? No. You're just using wisdom. Danger, danger, danger. Boom, lock the door. Danger, 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 lock your car door. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with using some wisdom to prepare for a danger. And I'm telling you now, there's a food crisis coming. And they're going to use this. They want it. They, The elites, the satanic pedophiles are in line with this. Let them eat cake. We did a message on that. That's their mindset for you. That's their plan for your life. Now, you can listen to bonehead, prophetic, pinhead prophets, delusional nitwits, and your cake baked like Wolfenstein just said. You're going to just float out of here before any problem. I got news for you. You're not. You're not. I almost felt like rich. What? If we're going to get people to seriously prepare, the first thing we got to do is we got to get them to divorce their mind from the lie that their pastors shoveled down their throats. That 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 they're not going to be here. So they've all been lied to. 
they've all been lied to. They've been told a lie from your pastor. Your pastor lied to you and told you that you will not be here, that you do not need to, re- to prepare. So first thing we got to do, they got to divorce their mind from this lie that they don't need to prepare, that they're not going to be here. Because they've all bought that lie. To yeah, you know, one degree you're, or another. you're not losing your life by preparing, guys. I don't know where this weird doctrine came from, from cake bakers. And and I, the cake bakers, I had one cake baker attack me recently because um, I told people about, you know, storing up some vittles. I'm like, you're creating fear. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I had a, the banner. I banned it. You're spreading yeah. fear. And I'm like... <laughs> Listen, that's really dumb. Goodness. I said, look, look, Maria had the dream. I'm just simply believing it. And I'm getting some preparation. I got a fishing poles. I don't know how to fish. People are contacting me, asking me to fish. They sent me pictures of fish. They're catching fish. I don't know how to catch any fish. Maybe you could get some subscriptions to Bassmaster magazine and, and send it out to them. Right. Wow. Well, could you see these people in the days of Joseph? They'd be like to, to Joseph, you're creating fear, storing up all this food, and you got famine coming, you're creating fear. How about Noah? You know, oh, Noah, you're building a boat in the middle of the woods, you're creating fear, Noah. <laughs> yeah, and what did Jesus bro, say? Bro, bro. Like the generations we're of Noah. We're not fearing you. We're trying to say there are rough times ahead just get some preparation. I told you about David Wilkerson with the guy, the uh, the one chicken, and they were feeding, like, and they were evangelizing with the eggs. They were using the egg. The chicken was so blessed by God. God can bless your fishing pole. I don't know how Amen. to use it, but if God blesses you, you can pull out a big fish, and you can eat, and you can feed your cat with that, man. Just have some preparation. How is it going to hurt you to be prepared? You got a lock on your door. You lock your door. Yes. Are you saving your life? No. You're using wisdom that there might be a satanic bastard out there that'll try to bombard you and take your stuff or maybe hurt you. You're not in fear. You're just in wisdom. If you know that the elites are planning to corral you to this beast formulation of a system to stamp you out into damnation, not a washing machine, like the other twit heads are uh, perverting the gospel with now, where you go to, you get washed in hell of sin. That's a lie. We got to confront these twit heads. You know, I mean, we got to get in their face. Like, who, how dare you twist the holy word of God and try to, te- to turn hell, place of eternal damnation and torment, into a washing machine? Yeah, Wolfenstein. How about the guy in Brazil? Under how that do- account, that means those that receive the mark will be cleansed in the lake of fire. How dare you twist the holy word of God, says the Lord. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. How dare you? And look, this guy down in Brazil. Hell, hell is a, a, a place where you go into the all-consuming fire of God, and, he, and, and the, the refiner's fire. And I'm like, no, no, sorry, sorry, bro. You, you know, refiner's fire is, is, you know, the Holy Ghost. When you know, they're sitting there in the upper room and the tongues of fire on their heads, that's God's 
refiner's it's, fire. Like this the burning is what bush. we're saying, people. No, it doesn't. The, the you know, Gnostic, but the hellfire. The Gnostic writing. about fire. The Gnostic writing well, of Peter, the Gospel of Peter, says the people will be cleansed in hell. So there you go. It's coming from Gnosticism, which is merging with Marxism, which is merging with Islam now. And (laughs) guys, you don't see what's happening here? There's a forming of multiple beasts, all geared (coughs) to lure you in to damnation. And I got news for you. This whole thing, and we went over it, me and Alan, I believe, did a show on this, but... Sennacherib, when he conquered Samaria, the way he did it, he couldn't completely completely root everybody out. So what he did was he sucked the soul out of the nation. It says in 2 Kings 17, verse 24, now Sennacherib brought people from Babylon, Ketor, Ava, Hamath, and Sevavrium and placed them in the cities of Samaria. Instead... Of the people of Israel. Do you see where I'm going with this? This And this was to suck the soul out of the nation. The patriotism. To suck the soul out of their worship. Their houses of worship. Because it says right here. It says the people that he brought in had no fear of the Lord. They didn't serve God. That's what it said. Read Second Kings 17. They're using this agenda to suck the soul out of nations right now. If they can destroy the foundation of a nation and then bringing the the crises, they brought in the bioweapon out of the dragon, and now they want to bring in the food crisis. I got news for you. China is stocking up mass quantities of food right now. Did you know that? Did you know that? Check out Value Media. What he, what he, all his uncovering of what China's doing with grain and food right now. They know what's coming. The dragon knows. This bringing in multiple nations and embedding them in northern Israel, that's where this happened. It sucked the soul out of the people. They weren't able to worship again. They weren't able to form again. And they brought in their demon gods. Guess what? They're bringing these, they call them cultural enrichers. That's what they call them in Europe. And they're running around wildly. They're bringing in these Islamics, running around wildly. They were on the Tower of Pisa, lighting fires up there, pissing off there. They were pissing off the Tower of Pisa. This is two days ago. Check it out. They call them cultural enrichers. This is insanity. They beat up some woman on a train. She was just saying, they just start punching her in the face. They have no fear of God. They're embedding them everywhere. This is what they would call breaking up the fallow ground for the Antichrist because they are sowing the seeds of the forming of the beast system right before your eyes. And I got news for you. If you don't think they can use food, and your provision to corral you into the unification of the beast system, you don't know what's going on. And like Marty says, 
be a little prepared because even if you're a little prepared, like the people I told you with the one chicken in the Soviet Union, just having the one. I got a neighbor here has one chicken. I had I had eggs from her. She brought eggs over here. I couldn't believe it. The chicken and they're Christians. She's a Christian, and she grows stuff. I I, I can't grow like her, but she grows stuff. And I had the chicken eggs, and I said, "Wow!" I told Maria. I said, these chicken, I never had chicken eggs like this before. And they taste so good. And they look good. They're bright and beautiful when you open them up. I said, wow, I never had eggs like that. That's how eggs are supposed to be. Because you've, they feed the chickens. They can peck in, they're pecking out there. They're eating the worms and stuff. Bugs. And all of a sudden, the eggs are like vibrant. And you're like, wow. It's like the eggs are good. And I'm saying to myself, I, yeah, twice in my life, I've had uh, fruit trees in my backyard. I grew up with a with a plum tree in my backyard. I got to tell you, you gentlemen in the audience, those plums off that tree were off the charts, fragrant and delicious compared to anything I ever had in a store. And another time I had a tangelo tree, which is like a extra tangy version of an orange I Had a tangelo tree in the backyard. And I got to tell you, those tangelos were incredible compared to any tangelo you ever got in a store. So growing your own stuff can be very rewarding. And yeah, having chickens on the open range, uh, eating the bugs they're supposed to eat, and not even like buying feed for them, just letting them eat whatever they want from off the ground. Yeah, those eggs, I have no doubt, would be incredible. Yeah, Amen. because I found out that the eggs that you buy in the store... They uh-huh. feed them uh, their own poo they're eating. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. Dang. So you're eating a chicken generating an egg on its own poo. You notice the shells are real thick, and then the the, the egg yolk is like a deep, deep, like orange yellow. Right. That's like how my neighbor's uh, chicken uh, eggs are. Yeah, yeah, and the shells are real thick from the calcium. That's I'm not in the saying getting a chicken. If you want to get a chicken, that's up to you. I don't have a chicken, but... Uh, I'm saying, and I told you about David Wilkerson went over there in, in the Soviet Union. The Christian, they had a chicken, and they had a lot of eggs from. God can bless your hands in whatever you do. Okay, I don't know how to fish right now, but I'm. Go- I have bought. If you saw all the stuff I have, you'd be like, "Wow, what are you? What is he doing?" I don't know, bruh. I got Carolina rigs. I got all different hooks. I don't know what hook sizes I need. Because I'm going to be fishing in the St. John's Inlet, and I'm going to be out in the Atlantic over here. And they're different fish. I don't know how to catch any of them. But there's people catching these pompeos, these big fish. They get like one giant fish. You wouldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, I'll eat that. And Maria knows how to prepare fish. She's from the Philippines. So I'm like, hey, whatever way, I I don't want to be subjecting myself to the beast system. But I got news for you guys. The lawlessness that's going on now, and you can see how the food shortage is going to play out, they're just going to rob the trucks like they're doing now. You remember in the old days they had porch pirates? You remember those days? Well, guess what? They said, screw that. What they do is they hijack the FedEx trucks now, and they hijack the Amazon trucks now. They've gone full-scale gaudy now. Okay? They're like, you know, like the Gambino crime family. They've, they've excelled from porch pirating. If you don't think when there's food shortages coming 
that when you got some muffins coming into town into your local store that they're not going to try to hijack those muffins you haven't been seeing what's happening right now so you could see what i'm talking about is that the crime crisis is also there to bring people to a place on their knees to subject themselves to the beast system the crime the bringing in the population of other demon gods like in second Kings 17 verse 24 check it out that's what Sennacherib did he broke the spirit of the people by bringing in multiple masses of people that's what it says they couldn't unify again. They couldn't formulate again. They couldn't serve God the way they used to anymore. That was his plan, and it worked. Samaria became a, you know, a crazy place of false gods. That's right. That's why Jehoshaphat had to go up there and slay, break down some of the demon gods that were uh, still worship. I'm sorry, Josiah <coughs> went up there and hacked them down. They were still worshiping serpent on the stick and golden calves and everything was going on. It was a free fall of all demon worship. And that's what happens when you pull a 2 Kings 17 verse 24. Sennacherib brought in other societies, blending them together, and none of them had the fear of God. And because of that, the population grew in godlessness and perversion. It's like a little leaven destroy the whole lump. There you go right there. And you might say, why are they allowing what they call culture enrichers to populate Spain, to populate Italy, to populate Germany, to populate coming over our border and spreading through cities and towns? Right here. To weed out the middle class. To bring people to a place of desperation. That's right. That's right, guys. We are in a time of great upheaval, but in the same token, great apostasy and the unveiling of the alien agenda to break the faith of many as the demon gods are our gods is coming and it goes right along with Gnosticism. It's all working together for one agenda. And like Wolfenstein said, anchor yourself to the cross, guys, which Christ is our anchor of our soul, by the way. But let's do some checking on that doctrinally. Can I get one amen out of anybody here? Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Right. We're going to uh, burn rubber out of here right now. Um, let's see what we got going on. Um, yeah. All right. So we went longer than I wanted to go an hour. But we went we always over. go longer. Yeah, we went longer. Okay, so you always think it's going to be a short show, and we always go over. What's yeah, we always that? thought that, and it, it didn't happen. So, okay, uh, watch your radio. I want to thank you, gentlemen, for joining us here. I think we we issued a prophetic warning of the apostasy. I think we did. Did we? Amen. Yes, about the apostasy, and also we issued a warning about the wisdom of preparing for hard times to come. What else, Wolfenstein? Well, you know, I want to say this, you know, why is it that 99% of the pastors out there in the churches of America you one, teach you 30 the pre-trib seconds. rapture? 
Okay. Well, I'll tell you why. They're deceiving you. So get out of get out of the church that's deceiving you. Start a little home fellowship and listen to what the word that we're bringing and get in the scriptures. We're going through at least half the tribulation. You got to get prepared. That's right. Amen. All right. Wait a second. All right. Wolfenstein just brought up a really interesting point, and that is, you know, they're teaching some crazy stuff that doesn't help you about about end times. They also don't teach in seminary how to cast out devils. They don't also teach, you know, they don't have Christ the healer about divine healing taught in seminaries. They don't teach uh, pastors about the historicity of Christianity, how we know that it's uh, Jesus is a person of history. They don't teach about holiness. They don't teach about a lot of stuff. Why is that? All right, that'll be the next show, Alan. He's trying to... uh rabbit hole us into yeah, another that, that'd be a good show right, why let's are go. the pastors of america apostate why are they apostate yeah, yeah, next we week will be the that. uh merry-go-round of apostates that's next week's okay. show today you, was the rising of the marxist nitwits so i will see you guys later thank you for joining us watching radio saying farewell and don't don't forget you. you are too cool for school bye really? no, no one bye. laughed Oh, man. The kingdom we got the